Hey, what's up? It's Health Coach Lou, and thank you for listening to the Healthy Project Podcast. This episode has been sponsored by TheWonderSpray.com. See, The Wonder Spray is an incredible product for disinfection, deodorizing, first aid, wound healing, skin care, and allergy symptom relief. Go pick up a bottle at www.TheWonderSpray.com. Use the promo code CLFS and get free shipping off your first delivery. Again, that is www.thewonderspray.com, promo code CLFS, and get free shipping. All right, y'all. Thank you so much and enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody, and thank you for listening to the Healthy Project Podcast. I got special guests in the building, Jackie Oliver. Thank you so much for being a part of this with me today. It's a pleasure to be here, Corey. Great. So, yo, Jackie, just to start off, how can you, can you tell me just a little bit about yourself and what, what you do? Okay. So, I'm a psychosexual relationship specialist. And what that means is that I help people engage and improve on the mental, emotional, and sexual side of their relationship, not only with themselves, but also with others. So it, it's, it sounds pretty simple, but it is a very complicated, <laughs> complicated topic for a lot of people to talk about, right? Like, um, Kind of, kind of, you know, explain to us like what what is in, involved in that? Kind of what what do you do with with your clients? Like, what is it? What does someone typically come to you for? What are they trying to fix? So most people who come to me have a sexual function issue, which is my specialty. And so a male might have erectile dysfunction, as in he has difficulty getting or achieving maintaining a hard erection or he may ejaculate early, or a low libido, which is usually caused by one of those issues. And women tend to come to me because they're having difficulty feeling turned on and difficulty in reaching an orgasm. And uh, statistics are crazy high for these issues. Up to 80% of people are affected either directly or via their partner experiencing these problems and they're quite often unaddressed medically which is a little bit unusual because they're one of the leading causes of stress which is results in high cortisol which results in all those other medical issues everyone's trying to deal with yeah you know when i was um kind of researching in getting prepared for our talk today and you know I kind of understood the benefit. I know the benefits of sex and in the in the intimacy and how it can help with your, you know, mental stress and, you know, emotional and, and connectedness. I didn't really know the how much of a benefit it was. Because because there's there's way more than just it's way more than just a stress reliever. Like this can this can improve your health. It can it can um, increase your, your life. You know what I mean, and reducing this chronic diseases and, and things that it can really, you know, focuses on. But it's one of those things where it's so people are so afraid to talk about it. They would much rather deal with the 
chronic illness than talk about their intimacy issues, if, if that makes sense. It does. And they're quite often linked. And so, yes, when a person's health, sex life is healthy, then they're going to have increased dopamine, increased oxytocin, which is the bonding hormone, and for men is mostly generated through sexual intimacy. And they're just going to feel a whole lot better within themselves. However, if they have a sexual function issue, it's opposite. They're not going to get the dopamine hit. They're not going to have that increased levels of oxytocin and endorphins. It's going to be the opposite and they're going to have a full-on stress response. Not being able to think clearly, not being able to fully connect with their partner, which then leads to its own set of problems because if a partner feels a disconnect there, they're primarily going to be worried about that lack of connection and what they think that means. And that dials back to the fact that we're not actually given a sex education that is relevant to engaging sexually with another person. So one, once one of these things happens, we don't know what to switch our focus to or actually what to focus on from the start, which would resolve these problems because we'd be giving our brain the correct signals that it understands. It's like, oh, you want a hard erection. Here you go. Right. Not, oh, I, I can't get hard. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I'll just focus more on my partner, which is generally going to make it worse because then the brain's going to receive less arousing signals, which will create more of that problem. Right. So by by doing more of what you think is the right thing to do, you're just you're just setting yourself up to fail. Oh, yeah. And a lot of therapists, and I cringe when I hear this from my clients, a lot of therapists will say, oh, you need to focus more on your partner when you have an erectile dysfunction problem. It's like, no, don't do that. You're going to make it worse. Or, and just, or the other one that I hear a lot is to be present, be fully present. Now, the problem with that is that a man who suffers from premature ejaculation, he's intensely present. He is so aware of how aroused he is feeling. There is nothing else, no other signal that he's giving his brain. Right. And so wrong information is just as bad as no information. Oh, yeah. So so it seems like any situation that you're in, whether you're, you you can't perform or you're just you're just way too excited it seems like jackie that there's there's a process to it all like it seems like it's not just okay i'm i'm aroused now i got to i got to go at it you know it's it may, maybe there there's steps to it and if you don't know how to really be connected with your partner and with yourself and understand how you are it can go bad but you know, how can somebody get there? What's what's a one step? Like what's if you're let's just say um erectile dysfunction, you know, what's one what's that first step for someone like that to really try to get connected and to learn more about their body? Well, the first thing would be to realize that in most cases it's not a functional problem. 
in most cases, it's a focusing on the wrong thing at the wrong time problem. So if we look at what many therapists do is they address the symptoms. So they focus on treating the symptoms with counselling, medications or different techniques than mine. And so what happens is the person is still left with the anxiety of, well, I don't actually know what I'm supposed to be focused on. Mm. If a man has erectile dysfunction, easily 90% of the men I treat for erectile dysfunction are too focused on their partner, too focused on the mechanical act of providing foreplay for their partner. I did some, uh, I've been conducting gathering statistics when people go through my program and they're given a questionnaire to ascertain when these problems are happening the most. And the majority of those who lose erection hardness are losing it at penetration time or before penetration time during foreplay. It's generally not while receiving foreplay, although that happens as well, but it's while giving foreplay. Now, if he is under-aroused while giving his partner foreplay, it means that when he gets that royal command to put it in, uh, it's not going to be there. And so if if a man has problems losing his heart erection at penetration time, it's usually because he hasn't been balancing his sexual focus while giving his partner foreplay. So he's not prepared for penetration time. And if he's not feeling confident at penetration time, then intercourse is going to be very short-lived if it exists at all because he's very aware that he's not hard enough. So the main thing, the main concern or intention for any person or awareness, first of all, with a sexual function issue is it's usually a wrong focus issue. Wrong thing at the wrong time or too much attention doing this, too much attention doing this, not enough awareness of this. However, especially for a male, it's really important that he balances his sexual focus. Many men will catapult from not being able to get an erection to ejaculation because he's once he's realized that he's lost the erection or he's not getting hard, he'll stimulate himself really quickly to the point that he just gets hard, ejaculates, or just about gets hard, ejaculates, because he's gone from one end of the arousal scale, not enough awareness of feeling, to too much awareness of feeling, without any hard and uncontrol in between. And that's what I correct. Right, and then there's that, that insecurity that's mixing on there with, because you don't know how to, you don't know how to do, you know what you're doing. You're like, oh, now first you're, first the insecurity of not being able to have an erection is awful enough. And then you do, and then you're done. You're like, oh, this, this sucks. <laughs> well, this sucks. But luckily there are, there are therapists out there like, like you that can kind of help fix that, that middle part to get them to really thinking about 
how they're going to take care of this situation. Absolutely. And while a lot of people will think, well, I don't want sex to become mechanical, I don't want too much thinking involved, whereas what it really is, it's just filling in those missing links. Mm -hmm. So if you're going from not being able to get an erection, it's, well, this is how it's done. If if the person is older, uh, generally, well, any time after 25, we start losing muscle tone. So, yes, there is one physical strengthening exercise involved, but it's not to be done during sex. Mm -hmm. For example, if a man does a Kegel during sex and he's flexing flexing his pelvic floor during sex, what's that going to do? It's going to increase his awareness of, it's going to increase blood flow. If he's got a premature ejaculation problem, he doesn't want that because an increase in blood flow translates to an increase in awareness of sensations, which is going to push him over the edge. Right. But for a person, a man who has a real dysfunction, it's going to provide a more solid structure, foundational physiological structure to enhance an erection once he knows how to coordinate his focus correctly. Right, right. So do you think, just I'm, I'm thinking now based on what you just told me, do you, do you think that um, drugs are always necessary? Like, are there, is it always necessary to get on um, an erectile dysfunction medication? I personally don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. Because it's a band-aid, it's not a fix. And a person becomes reliant on that band-aid for the rest of their lives. That's and, what I would be afraid of. Like if I oh, got yes. on something like that and then next thing you know, like you don't have any, then now mentally you're like, I can't function without it. And it, that would be that would be stressful. That would, that would oh, suck. Yes. And not only does it take away from the spontaneity of sex? Or I've had some clients saying that they've taken erection-enhancing drugs and they've still had a very hard erection three hours later, and it's actually really painful. It's like, I thought I wanted a hard erection, but I did not want this. <laughs> and as well as that, there is the risk of more serious side effects other than the ice cream headaches, which are quite normal, the, the additional side effects can be blindness and deafness. And while that's really rare, it's like a random event to who experiences that. It's like, you know, do you want a great sex life, but do you also want to see your partner and hear their expression of engagement and enjoyment during sex? Right. Because if you're taking drugs, you're risking that. Whereas once you understand the mental mechanics of sex which is simply understanding this cause has this effect if i focus on this this is going to happen huh and this is really helpful for to help a person understand their problem it's like oh as they go through their problem go through my program oh i do that oh well that's why i have that result huh i do that as well Right, then part two of the program, this is how to correct it. Right, right. So they're, they're almost having to 
you're making them think more about how they're how they're going about that action from beginning to end so they can understand, oh, okay, I am maybe going about it mentally this way and making them make those changes to help with their performance. That's right. But there's also the other key element is dealing with anxiety when it's triggered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anxiety is your body's stress response. And sexually, it occurs most of the time because you don't know what you're doing. If you gave a teenager who wanted to learn how to drive a car, a key, and a fuel voucher, do you think they would feel confident turning that key on in the ignition? Mm-hmm. Confident in their ability to get to their destination without hurting themselves or anyone else or crashing the car? Yeah, I would tell you that I would look very confident and be screaming in my mind because I would have no idea what I was doing. All right. And that's what happens to people sexually. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, have you noticed or um, since, since the, um, the pandemic with uh, mental health being, there's a spotlight on mental health right now. Have you seen um, an increase in people that you've been seeing or what has the um what has your you know what are your thoughts on the pandemic and someone's intimacy relationships and isolation and how does all that you know work together right especially in these times right now it's a really interesting thing this pandemic is causing more fear and more anxiety and more health issues than the actual virus itself Right, So people are becoming more fear-focused. As soon as you're more fear-focused, you're on the threat pathway in your brain. You're looking for more threats. You're living in an away-from perspective, which means you're almost constantly looking in that rear-view mirror to make sure that you're safe. And when we live that way then our cortisol levels remain high. We actually suppress our immune system and we trigger ourselves emotionally more often because now we're noticing, we may be noticing that things are a little bit scary thinking about our financial future. Is my job still going to be there? Uh, That relates to rent and mortgages. That relates to more arguments with a partner. And the key that holds all of this together is how we react emotionally. See, just like sex, it's understanding that emotions are our body stress response. When we think too much about why we think we're feeling a particular way, we're going to keep re-triggering ourselves because we're on that threat pathway. Our mind's going to be looking towards the problems that we're trying to solve and it's going to imagine more problems related to our future and so those stress hormones just keep pumping out over and over and over again just like people need to understand how to drive their bodies sexually they also it's also imperative to understand 
how you're how to drive your body emotionally as well so that you're able to harness that power of your emotion to become forward focused on creating the outcomes that you want so you're activating the reward pathway in your brain you're getting a dopamine hit when you're thinking about what you're wanting to create and how you're wanting to feel versus what you don't want to create and how you don't want to feel yet again it's understanding how to operate your brain and your body at that level because we have that part of our brain the reticular activating system which hones in on what we are focusing our attention on the most if we're focused on a problem we are going to notice more problems associated with that and we're constantly going to be fixated on dealing with the problem and the surrounding problem and ruminating about how this problem has affected us in the past and imagining building on those ruminations and using our imagination in a destructive way mm -hmm. to contemplate all of what's going to happen out here. And this happens with sex people sexually as well. So the more they're worried about the problem, the more they are fixated on solving the problem instead of creating their ideal sex life anew. And the brain's going to just fill in all those neural pathways to create it for you. But if you're fixated on this problem, you're going to keep experiencing it because you've trained your brain to hone in on that scenario right all those feelings that you feel when thinking about that start they just they're just pumping through your body you just you can't even focus on the solution as much because you're so focused on what you're doing wrong or what you can't do and that feeling that comes with it absolutely and physiologically when we are in an emotionally triggered state in that stress state part of our brain shuts down to the point where we can't think clearly. So our thinking, our clear reasoning and logic goes offline and it doesn't come back online until we resolve that emotional trigger, until we bring our body back into a state of calm. Yet if we don't know what we are so supposed to be focusing on or how to create our ideal outcome or even just how to point our nose in that direction, then our thoughts are going to default back to thinking about the problem, which is going to continue to trigger us, which is going to continue to make us feel oppressed, suppressed, depressed, oppressed. Right. Uh, it's all that pressure. It's all, all that feeling associated with pressure. Whereas when we know how to empower ourselves mentally, emotionally, and sexually, then we can start tuning ourselves. It's like turning as well as tuning into this new outcome where our prefrontal cortex comes back online. We're able to access our brain's higher intelligence, which we can't access when we're triggered, and therefore, we're able to come up with creative ways to deal with solutions. We may have a different business idea. 
we might see a problem that needs fixing. It's like, oh, there doesn't appear to be anyone else fixing this. I know how to fix this. Right. And so everything comes back online, but as well as that, you're not looking depressed. You're not looking down and looking depressed. When you're looking down and looking depressed, you're not going to see an opportunity that's right in front of you. Right. You're right. Whereas when you know how to be in charge of yourself, you're also in charge of your life's direction. Absolutely. And can you, can you kind of talk about your, your program? So what is your, what is your program and, and how does, how does, how do you typically work with a patient or with a client or whatever you call What do you call them? <laughs> <laughs> so generally people are referred to me or they come in through my website. I currently have two sex mastery programs, one for males, one for females. And I'm in the process of co-creating a mind renaissance program, which details the emotional reset technique and how to harness the power of your brain and your emotions so that you can create that life that you want to live instead of sabotaging yourself all of the time. With the six mastery programs, for the male, it includes the answers to all of the problems from getting a heart erection to maintaining that heart erection during foreplay, penetration and intercourse, as well as how to control ejaculation. So it's the natural progression after you've experienced an enjoyable amount of heart and control, which is the fun part. So that sex mastery program for men is hard and in control. For women, the main challenge is getting turned on, then staying turned on without the mind going off on random adventures and not being able to reach an orgasm. And for a woman, that's the major challenge, being able to reach an orgasm. 80% of women have challenges reaching orgasm, especially during intercourse. Now, if her partner has a sexual function issue himself, it's going to be even more challenging. In the female program, I also touch on few things here have come to mind. Inner vaginal dryness. So I created the inner vaginal flush technique, which resolves that inner vaginal dryness, which occurs deep inside the vaginal walls, and it makes it feel like her vagina is being rubbed with sandpaper. It's horrifying. 50% of women experience this. And external lubrication doesn't work because it's not addressing where the problem is, which is internally. So it includes the inner vaginal flush technique, which works like, just like when you flush the toilet, all the liquid comes down. So you're lubricating yourself from the inside out. As well as that, there are the best sexual positions for comfort and connection from a female perspective. Those same positions from the male perspective are for control and connection and exactly how to initiate those positions because one of the challenges that I 
see with many people is not understanding rhythm and timing. Sometimes it just feels like you're completely (laughs) out of sync. What am I doing wrong? Doing two different dances, yeah. Yeah, and this is how to get it right every time. This is how to orgasm when you want to, and this is how to share your final orgasm at the same time so you can make it happen like clockwork. So it's not just some random event that happens once in your lifetime. Once you understand the mechanics of focus during the sexual act, you can time that final orgasm to happen together every single time you have sex. So the female program is enjoyable sex and orgasms. We've got heart and in control and enjoyable sex and orgasms. Put them together and you'll have an outstanding sex life. The men that you see that come to you either referred by their physician or come to you through their your website, um, how open are they right away when they come see you? Because a lot of men, just speaking from you know a men's perspective, a lot of ego is involved, especially when it comes to sex, and even you know, they may reach out to you, but it's still kind of hard to, um, to admit they have an issue. So, you know, how, right. so how, uh, how long before, you know, how long are you seeing them before they actually start to open up about their, their issues? Usually it's quite straight away. Usually it's taken so long for them to get up that gumption to actually book the session or buy my program that it's like, right, I've got to deal with this now. And quite often what's been happening even more so recently, particularly since the pandemic is that partners are pushing the partner with a problem to get it resolved. And so this isn't just the, the female partner pushing their male partner to get the issue resolved. This is the male partner saying, hey, you're having problems reaching orgasm. You're losing interest in sex. I don't lose interest in sex. That's my oxytocin hit. Well, they might not say that, but that's what the reality is. Right. And so people are becoming more aware that life can be cut short anytime. Might be a bus, could be anything. And so they're wanting to resolve these issues. So once they've reached out and they've uh, purchased a program or they've booked a complimentary session with me, it's like, I just, Jackie, I just want to get this resolved. And once I explain to them that you're not broken, you're really not broken, you're just missing some simple insights to regain control of yourself sexually we've just got to make just a a few modifications to the way that you approach foreplay penetration and intercourse and so that you can resolve that anxiety you're not going to have that performance anxiety it's going to be halved immediately because you're going to understand what you're doing wrong oh i need to correct that oh okay what do i do do this oh I can do that. In many cases, the client's issues are resolved within one to three sessions. They understand that it's not a big deal. What they've got isn't a big deal. Of course, I network in with uh, specialists and doctors to ensure that everything else is getting checked out. 
from the medical perspective, Mm -hmm. but once they understand how to deal with that emotional uh, performance anxiety, when it occurs during the act, they understand, oh, I need to deal with this first because otherwise I'm not going to remember anything else that Jackie's told me. Right. (laughs) So they deal with that emotional reaction. They reset themselves to a place of calm while the sex continues. There's a technique. So you don't have to stop and start, which is extremely frustrating for a partner. You just carry on with the sexual act, but you do it this way to regain your sense of mental acuity and then it's like, oh, right, I need to do this. Boom. Keep continuing on as though the problem never happened. I, I treated a medical specialist who started experiencing erectile dysfunction after prostate surgery himself. And he said after his session, he said, even when I start to feel myself losing my erection, I know exactly what to do to get it back immediately. And he had been to medical conferences all around the world who didn't have any idea how to solve his erectile dysfunction issue. He says they don't have a clue. They just don't know how to resolve these issues. And so they will hand out the medications right? because... Right there isn't a known cure per se, but the actual cure is knowing and understanding how to drive your body sexually yeah, so that you can move through the gears with the right timing and the right actions. Yeah. And if he wouldn't have had those tools in his toolbox, then he would just go right back to what he used to do. Well, in lose direction and then the, then there's the, insecurity and the stress and the depression that comes with that if you wouldn't have known how to correct what was going on. That's right. And I've had so many, especially male clients who have been right on the point of suicide and who have actually said to me or uh, mentioned in the questionnaire this is, this is my last hope. If this doesn't work, that's it. I, I'm out of here. I'm, I'm probably going to commit suicide because they have just felt so overwhelmed and disheartened because when you suffer from these problems, I had the female version for many years, which is why I got into this line of work. But when you suffer from these problems, you feel like you're failing as a human being. So why can't I just have normal sex? Why can't I just be normal? Why isn't my body working? And it affects your self-esteem and your confidence in every area of your life. I've had CEOs of Fortune 500 companies with these problems, not understanding. It's like just I'm successful in every other area of my life. Couldn't be better. But this, this is destroying me. Right. As a person. That's, that's crazy. I need to fix this. Man. It, it's, I, I would believe, and you probably would know more, more than I do, that is way more common than, than, we, than we know it is, that this issue. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I have a, uh, a blog post that I wrote on how to recommend sex therapy to your clients. And 
52% of men over 40 experience erectile dysfunction. It's like, oh yeah, well, you know, we think that people over 40, yes. But then 40% of men under 40 also experience erectile dysfunction. And that's surprising to most people. Yeah. When I and so considering that, no, yes, when I read that article of yours, I was like, I was like, wow, that I did not realize it was that many under 40. Like that was, that was interesting to me. Absolutely. And when you look at the medical issues, I, we all know that erectile dysfunction has been linked to heart disease, but what if the it's not so much the actual erectile dysfunction that's causing the heart disease, it's the stress, the ongoing stress and high cortisol levels caused by the erectile dysfunction issue that is then progressing to the heart disease from there because the, that person, that male, has no understanding of how to stop that stress related to the erectile dysfunction problem because he doesn't understand how to operate his body sexually. You remove that stress, you remove those high cortisol levels through solving the erectile dysfunction problem, it then enables the body to come back into balance. I, had, I treated a medical specialist in India and he now sends all of his patients to my website. He deals with kidney disease, advanced kidney disease and heart disease, where the patient needs a double transplant to survive. And just by teaching the emotional reset technique, as well as his metabolic treatment, has been able to uh, reverse that heart disease so a person is able to function normally with a normal cardiogram no need for dialysis within 30 to 60 days of treatment because there is removing that stress response wow. and he actually provided empirical evidence of that with two of his patients before and after all of the medical documentation and he's now saying that every um, that the emotional reset technique should be used in treating all disease, and in every training manual. Wow, that's pretty so cool. This, is, this was very cool, and it's just so uh, simplistic in some ways. Once we understand how to operate our bodies mentally emotionally physically it feels like the world is our oyster because we're in charge of how we feel we know how to not depress ourselves and cause imbalance in dopamine and other hormones because we are in charge of how we're thinking we understand how to operate our bodies sexually so we're even more in charge of how we're feeling. We're able to lift our dopamine and our oxytocin and serotonin at a moment's notice. 
right. instead of relying on somebody to say this so that I can feel better or this drug so that I can feel better. We become in charge of our own reality and in charge of our own happiness and in charge of our state of mind, our state of well-being. And of course, that influences all of the people who are around us in our life experience. And through that, we, become, we begin to have a domino effect throughout the world. And it's all starting from here, from within ourselves. And that's really powerful. That is so, that is so powerful. So powerful. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Well, hey, um, if the people want get to get to know you and, and hear more about you, and, and where, where can they find you at, Jackie? Best place is through my website, endtheproblem.com. And I have a special report on how to fix intimacy issues. And that's through uh, endtheproblem.com forward slash fix. And I'm sure you'll include the links yes. underneath this podcast. Yes, I, I have, will. I'll put in, yeah. So we'll have that, maybe have that link for the uh, medical professionals or therapists how to recommend sex therapy to your clients or your patients. And it really boils down to being yourself and providing that safe environment and then asking that critical question, are you experiencing intimacy challenges? Watch their body language, their facial expression. It's going to show in their eyes and their face. And through that, you can, even if they don't admit it to you then, you can follow up with a verbal and an email referral just to open that door for them to take that first step into restoring well-being in their life in alignment with whatever else you're offering them. Well said, well said. Well, Jackie, again, thank you so much for being on the Healthy Project Podcast. I really appreciated your time tonight. Thank you so much for having me. I've really enjoyed. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time.